0: Welcome to the Coaching for Leaders podcast with intuitive life coach Dave Shep. Dave pulls from his corporate experience and a bit of new age woo-woo to help you find your own personal power and step up to lead others. Listen in for help merging your physical, emotional, and spiritual life to reach your full potential and live your passion. Let's get started. Here is your host, Dave Shep.
1: Hi, leaders. How's it going this week? Thank you so much for joining me and listening to today's episode. Again, as usual, I'm very grateful that you're taking the time out of your busy schedule and your work week and your life just to listen to the rantings of me, myself and I. I really do appreciate that. Um, What I wanted to do today was kind of continue the series I've kind of been doing lately with talking about my one year signature program and see if things that I talk about today might resonate with you in order to kind of help you discover some things um, within yourself and within others that you you either work with or live with those kind of things. So today is part four of my program and this usually starts around seven months after you begin working with me. Um, I call it uh, the noble, which is kind of like the, the trust in me um, kind of part of my program and it's, it's where the first you know six or seven months was all focused on you and all of the energy and all of, all of the learning and all of the personal development that you needed to do was all focused on you. And when I get to this stage of my program, this is usually where all of our energy starts getting uh, directed outward. And what I mean by that is this is to the point to where you have um, discovered yourself. You have discovered your personal power. You've set boundaries. You've discovered your leadership skills. You've learned to self-lead. Now it's time to go out and find that team. You know, you're going to part of this um, program in, in this action step is learning how to get followers and I'm not talking about like Instagram followers or Facebook followers, I'm talking about people who believe in your vision, people who believe in everything that you do. And whether you're an entrepreneur, starting your own company, doing your thing, or whether you're a leader in corporate America, um, building that team, building the people that you can count on, uh, having people believe in you, uh, and will be there for you uh, is big. And it really is huge when you're trying to create, uh, the vision of your life that you want to create. So a lot of things that we talk about in this is definitely listening. I think that active listening is probably one of the most important skills that you can hone as, as a leader, because if you want someone to trust you, they have to be able to talk to you. And if you are constantly interrupting or, constantly, whenever they say something, you're like, Oh, well this happened to me too. You know, you're trying to relate by saying this happened to me. You're, instead of listening, you're turning it all back to you, which is, you know, form of narcissism a lot. Um, you know, my, my grandmother used to do that every time I'd say, Oh man, you know, my elbow hurts. And it'd be, Oh, you know, my elbow has been hurting for 20 years, you know? And, and it, 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 it came to be a family game. It's where we would just say something's wrong with us. And she would tell us that the same thing is wrong with her. Uh, <laughs> so, but when that happens, when you're a leader and you have someone who's looks up to you and you're doing that to them, you know, you are not empathizing with them. You're not listening to them. Then that makes it to where they don't trust you and they don't want to follow you. So when you actively listen to someone, it, it's part of your job as a leader it really is it's it's one of the strongest things that you can do if you are leading people is you have to listen and you don't just listen to the verbal you listen to the nonverbal you know you know when to respond um and you know when when to not some people as a leader they come to you and, and they're talking to you about stuff they don't want you to fix their problems they simply want you to listen and at times, as they are telling you what's going on, what, what the roadblock is, what, what the speed bump is, just being able to say it to someone will allow them to reason it out and figure out what to do. And whenever I have someone who comes to me and they're, they're giving me a speed bump, my first reaction is, you know, well, what, how are you going to proceed? What are you going to do? Because I want them to formulate the plan. I don't want to just give them the answer. But when we're listening and they're coming to me and they're saying, Hey, you know, uh, the reason I'm coming to you is that I I want you to know this is going on, but also I'm kind of stuck. But even when they're stuck, I still say, okay, so what do you think you should do? You know, what is a good resource? What do you want to try? So they'll tell me what they want to do. And at that point, I'll just help them tweak it. Like if I think, if, if I think that it's a good idea and they're just lacking confidence, I'll say that it's like, Hey, no, you've already reasoned this out the way that you want to proceed is really good. Let's, let's go with it. I think you did good. Or they'll say something. is like, okay, well, I, I see where you're going with this, but I think you might be missing step C, um, C here. So go ahead and start with this and this, but I think let's add this into it and then let's see what that does in order to get the, the results that you want. Um, and that's just where I become that coach, that mentor, that leader. But then again, someone that they can come to uh, and they trust but they also know that they need to come to me with solutions, not just problems. And that is one of the, the key things to being a leader that people will follow is, you know, you're not there to, you're not there to micromanage. You're not there to condemn them if they have a question, but it's a, it's a place where they can come and say, Hey, I want to run this by you. This is my problem. This is my solution. What are your thoughts? You have more experience than I do. This is your company. This is your vision. Um, what do you think? And this is a really, really good way to empower people. It's a good way to let people know that, you know, they're on the right path. You know, whatever I, I give someone a task to do, um, you know, with delegating, I always follow up. I mean, that, that is a key point to being a leader follow up with a, without, or I'm sorry, delegation without follow up is just wishful thinking. (laughs) That's all it is. And you can't delegate to someone and give them a one week, or one month, uh, deadline, and then you don't follow up with them throughout that week or that month. And then when the, when the time comes and the deadline is due and nothing has happened the way that you wanted it to, that's on you. That's not on them. Okay. Because you're the leader, you're the vision, visionary, you're the quarterback of the team, all of these things. So when I, when I give someone a deadline of a week, I follow up every day. Hey, how's it going? Do you have any questions? Okay, good. That's it. You know, where, where are you at? And that's all it is. And, and it's not that microimagining standpoint. It's simply sometimes an email or a quick phone call or a quick text, saying, you know, hey, do you have all the do you have all the support you need? Do you need any different? Do you need any t- tools for me? Are you set up for success? You know, are are you halfway through the project where you thought you would be? These kind of open ended questions, so that they know you're there to support them, is very very vital for teams. It's something that they really really need. And a lot of times is when you're doing the active listening thing is you just need to know when to respond. You know, I usually will let people talk and talk and talk. And then when when there's pauses and something that then I'll interject. But I have known so many leaders and I've coached so many people that, you know, even when I'm coaching, they're interrupting me, you know, telling me their viewpoints. So if you're going to spend the money and hire somebody, let them let them do their thing. You hire them for a reason. You believe in them for a reason. So you don't, you know, if you're an entrepreneur, you don't spend the money to hire somebody and then keep keep all the control to yourself and do everything yourself. You know, I, I worked for people like that. You know, when I, in the 90s, I used to work for a travel agency, and Jesus, the owners were so micromanaging; we could not do anything. You know, it it, it was just it was so re- restraining. And I lasted there about six months. It was pretty bad. But then I went to another job uh later in the nineties where it was just like here, this is yours, you take care of it, you run with it, you do this. I'm here if you need me. And in that I excelled. And it was it was amazing. When you're trying to, to listen, you really do want to just make sure that you're all there. You want to be present and you wanna be in the moment. You don't wanna have Judgment and expectations that aren't reasonable. You know, when you hire a talent and you're paying them $100,000 a year and they're working for you, they need to be, you know, they're earning $100,000 a year for a reason. Okay, so you're paying them that much for a reason. So you need to back off, let them do their job, let them bring their talent, let them impress you. But always be there to guide them. Always be there to inspire them, always be there to follow up with them and hold them accountable, but let them run, let them explore who they are as that is there at, at their level. They could be a leader. They could, you know, whatever it is, but they're running a small team. You want to encourage that. That is what a true leader is. And that's what builds followers. And it's funny too, because when you're a, a corporate director, you know, corporate vice president, you know, corporate and you leave, and you go from one company to, an, to another company, it's amazing you can tell a good leader because all of a sudden there's this mass exodus of four or five trusted, valued employees that follow that person to the next job. I've seen that. I have seen that so many times where a leader will leave a company, and all of a sudden there's job openings at that new company, and people are just mass exiting to follow him because the person was such a good leader. So that is what it means to be a good, a good person that attracts followers. Another thing too, is when you're an entrepreneur and you're trying to attract followers and you can't pay them yet. And this happens a lot, you know, really successful entrepreneurs when they're in the startup stage of, of opening up their business, they need to find talent. They don't have money to pay that talent. So if you are a good leader, if you are encouraging, if you share your vision, if you get people to believe in your vision, they will work nights and weekends and side hustles for you to help you. And you need to make sure that you're building authentic relationships with them so that you can take care of them. You know, and 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 I've been through this in my life. I've been burned by this badly, you know, and and you never want to be that person. You know, I, I've been part of organizations where like, hey, we'll take care of you. We rise, you rise, come with us. I'll work with them. I'll, I'll give them my all. And then all of a sudden, I'm, I'm looking and, you know, they're buying nice things. They're going on vacations. They're doing all these, these wonderful things. They're hiring other people. But no money's coming my way. They, they broke their promise. And that's what you never, never want to be. And
2: that was a learning lesson for me. So you need to know who to trust. So you need to be trustworthy.
1: You need to know that you can empower others, that you can encourage others to speak up. You also need to know the, the importance of conflict. If you're hiring somebody to do a job, you need to, you know, and there's personality conflicts with the team. You have to address those issues. You have to be the kind of leader that gets rid of interpersonal problems within your team by addressing them, by hitting it head on. By being assertive to where you are guiding your vision, speaking your truth, but you're not diminishing the other person. And this is just where diversity of thought really comes in because it's very important that when you're leading your team and you're building followers, that you do encourage all kinds of diversity and
2: thought. It, it can't just all be your way because you're stronger with a team than you are alone. And that's where you build those authentic relationships. You know, when I,
1: when I started my companies, I had people that they just believed in me. They didn't know what the hell I was doing. Hell, when I first started my my first company, I didn't even have a product. I didn't know what I was doing. But I had a dream. And people saw what I did in the past. And they're like, hey, you know, I, I want to join you. I don't know what you're doing, but I'll join you. I'll help you. What do you need? And I've gotten a lot of help. And it's turned into a lot of success. So what it is, is I've created loyalty because people can see
2: that I'm a creative problem solver, that I think outside the box, that I have high expectations,
1: but also that I believe in others. They know they can talk to me. They know they can trust me. They know that if I say that I'm going to do something and take care of them in the future or take care of them now or whatever, that I'm going to do it. But I also encourage them to speak up. I encourage them to hold me accountable. I encourage them to come to me if there is any kind of conflict. Hey, Dave, you're a dick. You yelled at me on the meeting today. What the hell? You know, they they say it nicer than I do. (laughs) But I encourage that. And if I'm wrong, I will be the first one to apologize and say I'm wrong. But if I'm right and say, look, dude, you fucked up. You're not owning it. So yeah, I was hard on you and I'm going to continue to be hard on you until you realize what you did. Because I'm here to show you that you made a mistake and you are not owning it. And I don't want you to be a part of my team if you're not going to own your mistakes. What I want you to do is own the mistake and learn from the mistake. Never let it happen again. Now let's move on. And these are the kind of important conversations that you need to have. And when you have these conversations as a leader, then you're building trust. Because people know that you're not going to talk about them behind their back. They know that you're, you're a straight shooter. They know that you are going to take care of them because they believe in you and that you're honest with them. You call them out. You know, in, in a way, being a leader sometimes is just good parenting. You know, I'm not going to give somebody a cookie or an attaboy just for doing their job. I'm going to give it to them when they exceed their job. That's the difference. I'm not going to give anybody a certificate or an award or employee of the month for just showing up. Screw that. That's that participation stuff. It drives me insane. It makes people not want to be hungry. It makes people want to realize that, you know, Hey, I've been at this job for three months and, and I should be making more and I need to be making an impact. Well, you know what? Yeah. Make more of an impact, work harder, and you're going to get rewarded for it. You're not going to be handed anything. So this is the kind of things that as a leader, you need to make sure that you're addressing. You want to believe in others and encourage that loyalty. But it has to be by speaking your truth. You have got to be 100% authentic. I know I talk about authenticity a lot. and, And again, once you've been through the first three phases of my program, you've already mastered this. So at this point, when we get into this part of my program, you are speaking your truth. You do have boundaries. You are able to build very authentic relationships because you are a very authentic person. You've come into your personal power. You removed all the toxicity in relationships and and whether it's work or personal in your life. And you have realized that you know who you are. You trust in yourself. And now that you trust in yourself, it
2: is going to be so much easier to find people who trust in you. When you empower people, it is so important because they have a purpose. They feel
1: like that they are contributing. They feel like that they are creating part of your vision. They love your vision. They love and respect you. They honor you.
2: And they're like, wow, you know, they're trusting me with their dream. I'm not gonna let them down.
1: And when you empower, you trust and verify. Always, always, always trust and verify. If you give someone access to your budgeting, you know, access to, you know, your money, trust, yes, but verify. You have got to verify to make sure that that trust is earned and that trust is maintained. And you don't just do it, you know, the first month that you have a, a team member or an employee. You do it forever.
2: Always, always, always trust, but verify. You want to make sure that as you're building loyalty, that you're loyal,
1: you want your team to be loyal to you, then you need to be loyal to your team and And I think that that's one of the the biggest things you know i I have a client right now that I'm working with, and yeah, you know it it's so hard for him because he's a good guy he has he low self esteem so you know we, we've been working on that but just in the first couple of weeks that I've been working with him, he is a boss. Who is horrible. I mean, his, his boss will, I'm, I'll read the text, like he shows me his text and he's like, how do I respond to this? What do I do? You know, and he'll send me an example. And he's like, I don't even know how to reply. What did I do wrong? And I'm, I'm looking at, at, you know, his response and, and you know, the employee's response is, is right on the money, you know, but the boss is just being so over, overwhelming and so negative and berating the employee, telling him that he doesn't care, that he doesn't step up enough, that he he basically, that he doesn't matter. You know, and the boss knows that the employee makes good money and he knows he has a family to support and he knows that, that he, you know, he's just, he's going to be there for him and he thinks he's not going to leave. But no one deserves to be treated like that. This is the worst kind of, kind of boss to have because it daily chips away at your self-esteem i mean this employee will get texts at one o'clock in the morning because the boss is working late telling him that you need to do this this and this you know or why wasn't this and this then and then the employee reads it at one o'clock because he has his phone on and then he can't go back to sleep because he's upset about tomorrow at work then he shows up to work tired doesn't do his best you know, my reply was just turn your phone off, but he can't because of, of family reasons. You know, he has to be accessible because of some family stuff he's got going on. So the employee is not setting boundaries for one. And we've talked about that. He needs to go to his boss and say, look, you know, I work for you when I'm not at work. I don't want you to text me anything, anything
2: I have to do with business on my personal cell. There's nothing wrong with it. If the boss wants to, to talk to him at one o'clock in the morning, send him a fucking email but the boss has to
1: exert that kind of control and to constantly make the employee feel like his job is in jeopardy. If you don't step up, if you don't do this, I will replace you. That is the worst kind of leader. If you are that kind of leader,
2: dude, come on. That is not cool at all. You don't want to treat people like that. And if your an employee that that is happening to you, you can do better.
1: You deserve better. You truly, truly deserve better.
2: I always tell people when they're trying to listen that they have two ears and one mouth for a reason. And that's because we're meant to listen. We're not meant to talk so much. So when it comes to listening to what
1: your boss is saying, you do want to kind of read between the lines. What is this person's problem? You know, this is where you as a leader, you need to manage up at times. If you have a boss who is being a total dick to you, manage up. And is it uncomfortable? Yes. But I have managed up a lot in my career when I was in corporate America. And every time it was worth it. Didn't always go the way that I wanted. Bit me in the ass sometimes but it was worth it because I stayed true to myself. And that is the most important thing is you want to stay true to yourself when you're working with someone, for someone. If you're an entrepreneur who's doing it as a side hustle, when you still have a day job and you're trying to build your business and you're trying to build a team and you're trying to get people to follow you, you've got to speak your truth. You've got to actively listen. And you've got to take all the lessons of the past. you got to take all of the stuff that all the bad bosses has ever done to you and let that go. But turn it into wisdom. Like, don't live in that pain. Like, I used to, you know, my boss used to do this and this and this. I got all this PTSD. Screw that. Turn that into wisdom. Okay, don't wallow in the pain. You're not a victim.
2: You're a leader. Leaders are not victims. work to empower your team, work to surround
1: yourself by people that you can trust again, because they have to trust you. So be trustworthy, be, be so a person of your word that no one would ever even think that you're not honor and guard your reputation, honor and guard your integrity. A lot of this, what I'm doing with my one-year program, this hero's journey is focused on integrity. And there are times in your life where your integrity is in question. There are times in your life where you try to fit in so much, or you try to be a part of something that you're really not, that you shouldn't
2: be a part of. And you, your integrity comes into question. You make decisions that blemishes your integrity.
1: And you got to work to get that back. You got to work to get that respect back. It's happened to me. There has been times where I have just made boneheaded mistakes in my youth. Hell, even, even two years ago, three years ago. But that's okay. Because you learn from these mistakes. You make the proper apologies. You do the, you change your life. You change your stars. You get rid of the toxicity that made you question your integrity. That made you question who you are. And then when you get rid of them, you recreate yourself. And a lot of times, that's all we're doing is we're just recreating yourself. We're saying, you know what? Enough is enough. I'm not
2: going to be this person anymore. I'm going to be better. And I'm not going to be better for anybody else except for me.
1: I like the... uh and, and I don't know where I heard this from. I heard it somewhere and it stuck. So wherever I heard it from, I give you major kudos, but I don't know where, but it was, you know, somebody asked this person, who was your hero? And he said, yeah, my hero is me 10 years from now. And I was like, oh shit, that's awesome. So I started to use that. Like I've all week long, I've been thinking, you know who my hero is? My hero is me 10 years from now because of everything that I'm doing, everything that that I am so proud of. So my 10-year-from-now self is my fucking hero because of how hard he worked and how hard he is trying and how hard he is embracing his integrity, his reputation, his followers, his
2: team, everything about him. That's my hero. And I believe that with all my heart. And that's who you need to be.
1: You need to be your own hero. Your future self is your hero. I think this is one of the the greatest things ever. Don't let yourself down.
2: Make decisions today that your future self is going to be very, very grateful for. Authentic relationships are one of the most important types of relationships
1: that you can ever have. But as a leader, as someone who is looking for followers, as someone who is trying to build a team, I can honestly say that the most important authentic relationship is with yourself. You have got to be so authentic, so transparent that your team knows your strengths
2: and your weaknesses. If you're just showing your strengths, you're not being authentic. But if you're showing your strengths
1: and your weaknesses to someone and you're saying, hey, I'm trying, I'm doing my best and I'm killing it. Okay. You have set boundaries. You are proud of yourself. Yeah, you realize that you fumble and you make mistakes. I failed more times in my life than, than I have succeeded. But I don't care. I do not care because my success is great. Because I keep trying. I get knocked down, I get right back up. And I laugh about it. And there are some bonehead decisions that I make. I'm like, what the hell was I thinking? You know? And and man, it's just like, okay, well, a good lesson. You know, because and when I made the decision, I was like, oh, this is such a good idea. And then kablooey everything falls apart it's like Dude, yeah that sucked <laughs> you know in three days later, I'm like what was i really thinking you know where was my head at <laughs> but that's okay because i learned from it and those are some of the biggest lessons in life but if i sit back and wallow in the pain and wallow in my mistake i'm not learning i'm, I'm not getting more wise I need to be true to myself. I need to be authentic to myself. I need to be loyal to myself so that I can attract authentic and loyal followers.
2: People that believe in me, people that trust me, people that laugh with me because I laugh at myself.
1: I really do laugh so much at myself. And that's what makes it funny because it's good. And and when people are just like, oh my God, what did you do? And I'm like, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but we laugh together and then we move on. And it, it just comes down to the way that you treat others, the way that you respect others, being that selfless leader is so important. I think one of the the worst fucking phrases I Ever hear it? Drives me insane. I hear this a lot in the health and fitness industry. Is my boy? Hey, there's my boy. This. Hey, there's my boy. That. I hate that. I think that is the stupidest comment anybody can ever make. Most of the time, it's somebody saying "my boy" and the person's 20 years older than they are. It's such a, an immature sign of somebody who wants to be a leader. You never degrade anybody by saying "Hey, here's my boy." You know, even if they mean it in the friend context, no. That's, you know, be a better person than that. Be a better man than that. You're not at fucking college. You're 40 years old. You don't say that shit. You need to seriously treat the people who follow you, the the people who pay you, your customers, your clients, your employees. You treat them
2: with dignity and respect. They're not yours. They don't belong to you. You treat them with dignity and respect, and they will do the same to you.
1: You lie to them, they will lie to you. You're addicted to them, they will be addicted to you. Okay, do you see where I'm going here? It's very simple. But if you honor them, they will honor you. If you respect them, they will respect you. If you're loyal to them, they will be loyal to you. And this is so important as a, as a leader, as an entrepreneur, when you're in the interview process, when you're hiring. So when you're hiring again, you have to actively listen Two ears, one mouth. Remember you want to speak your truth. You want to define your expectations. You want to say exactly what you're looking for and you want to set that, but you want to ask open-ended questions and you want to listen to the responses. You want to watch for nonverbal cues to see if you, Actually do believe in this person. And then you do want to check references. You do want to check the reputation. You want to check the reviews. You know, if, if whatever it is, and you never, ever, ever make a decision on the spot. It's not about immediate gratification. It's not like, Oh my God, this person is so great. I can't let them get away. No. Do your due diligence so that you don't hire someone and make a mistake. And you have to spend the next three years regretting that mistake. That's what a real leader does. There's processes, figuring out. There's there's background checks. There's checking references. All of these different things. If they're going to be a big part of your life, if they're going to be part of your vision, part of your team. Yes, always trust your gut, but at the same time, trust and verify. So trust your gut. Oh my God, I want, you're thinking to yourself, I want to hire this person.
2: This person is going to be amazing for my team. Okay, now just verify, do your due diligence, do the things that you need to do to make
1: sure that you're welcoming the right type of person into your business, into your team,
2: into your company, and make sure that you're making the right decision. That's what a true leader does. So I hope this helped today.
1: Uh, it definitely is. It. it this is probably one of the hardest areas of my program, because like I said, the first three um, segments, when you're the apprentice, the craftsman and the knight, you literally are focused on you. So when we flip that, there's a bit of a learning curve and there's a bit of an adjustment period because all of a sudden we're directing all of this energy outward. However, there is such a difference because after seven months of working with me like this, you're, you're very ready. And I will tell you that you're ready and I, I will not move us until the stage until we are ready so these are the kind of things that will help you find those people because you cannot create your vision by being a solopreneur yeah you, you if you're a solopreneur you can live a good life but if you want to if you want to scale then you need to be an entrepreneur you need to be a visionary you need to have followers. You need to be able to create teams. You need to be able to believe in others. You need to be able to share your vision so intently with others that they run with your vision. That their that your dream is important to them as it is to you. That's what you want to instill in others. But you do this by taking care of them. Never, ever take them for granted. Never disrespect them. Never ever degrade them, coach them. Yes. Teach them. Yes. Hold them accountable. Yes. Get pissed at them. Sure. But you do it in a way that it doesn't damage a relationship and you do it in a way that does not degrade them, but it teaches them. It holds them accountable. You know, look, I'm disappointed in you. Okay. I was expecting more. You keep giving me your word, and every time you give me your word, you're failing to do what it needs you to do. What's going on? This isn't like you. This is out of character. Listen. Sometimes it could be some family issue that is easily resolved that, that you can help with, that, that they're too embarrassed to tell you. And if your followers are embarrassed to talk to you or do not feel like you're approachable, again, you're not doing it right. You're not creating the environment of loyalty.
2: You're not creating the volume or the the, um, the environment of authenticity because they need
1: to be as authentic to you as you are to them. You need to encourage that. So these are the kind of things that we work on during this phase. And I hope some of the stuff that we talked about today resonates with some of you. And I hope that you're able to garner something from it. And I think that's it for now. So I hope you guys have a great week and I'll talk to you next time. Take care.
0: Thanks for listening to the Coaching for Leaders Podcast. With Dave Shep, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. If you like the show, leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you know someone searching for their life purpose, be sure to tell them about the show. Find Dave at facebook.com slash Dave Shep Consult and on Instagram at Dave Shep Consulting. Or visit the website at www.daveshepconsulting.com.